I'm Hannah Trum, and this is the Hypocritical Podcast. Wondering how member-to-member health sharing works? We'll explain. To start, health sharing is not insurance. These programs are member-based fellowships where faithful people exercise their right to take charge of their own health care. In health sharing, monthly share contributions are used to help pay for other members' medical expenses. Not all health sharing programs are designed the same. Today, Sierra Langston sits down with Ken Dabowski, Senior Project Manager of Sidera, to discuss medical cost sharing and Sidera's IT and cybersecurity stack. Ken, can you tell us about your company, what industry you are in, what you guys do, and whom you serve? Sure. Hello, my name is Ken and I work for Sidera. We're a medical cost sharing company based in Austin, Texas. Uh, Our members are based across the United States and our team is based globally, but mostly in Austin. And I can tell you a little bit about the medical cost sharing industry because it's new to some people, but uh, it's also a very old industry. So I can talk about the historical progression a bit. Um, And medical cost sharing really comes from a lot of historical uh, corollaries from like mutual aid societies and and giving circles um, in the 1600s, 1700s out of guilds in Europe and across the world. Um, Came to the U.S. in the 1700s and really went through quite a bit of innovation in the 80s and 90s, uh, mostly mostly for faith-based communities. Uh, And Sidera was born about six years ago uh, by Tony Gill, and we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But He had a lot of experience in the uh, medical cost sharing space and we kind of took the next logical step was, which is to kind of outfit this industry for the modern sharing economy, essentially use a values-based approach rather than a faith-based only approach or group, a small group approach. And and so our, you know, 30,000 members span the U.S. um, and and just essentially join the community based on a set of values that we can talk a little bit more about later. Okay, great. And you mentioned this a little bit, but about what year you were founded, can you tell us a little bit more about why you were founded and then how many locations you guys had? We were founded in uh, 2014 by Dr. Tony Dale. Uh, Tony came across the pond uh, from, from England and he was a doctor there. He came to the United States and had worked quite a bit with medical cost sharing communities for many years before launching Sidera. Uh, became intimately familiar with the advantages of a non-insurance approach to addressing costs of healthcare, and uh, at about that time, he saw that there needed to be an alternative, uh, a different way of being in terms of uh, a, a non-insurance-based approach to getting your medical needs uh, taken care of. And so, uh, time and time again, people were frustrated with lack of affordability lack of transparency and pricing, uh, accessibility, lack of medical care options. And so in 2014, Tony launched Sidera and created this unique sharing organization with a vision to make you know, high quality human and transparent solutions uh, the new normal in healthcare. With everybody distributed, uh, we are, I know we have different team members across the United States. So but, do we. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, essentially based out of Austin and uh, we have different uh, affiliates and team members working all over at this time. Okay, well, great. Thanks so much for sharing all of that great info. And can you provide a little bit of background on yourself and then your focus at Sidera? Sure. Well, a little background on myself. I've worked in uh, a bunch of different industries, starting uh, in in the think tank world, uh, in defense uh, for a little bit, moved into finance before this, and got into project management. So I got more interested in the tech side of things. 
And when uh, I moved here to Sidera, it was primarily because of a lot, a lot of the historical reasons uh, I was mentioning before in terms of the industry. Uh, the work in finance that I had done was a lot uh, focused in the intellectual property space, uh, in the trust and guild world, and trying to figure out how to make some of those financial models work uh, in the modern economy. This is uh, a very explicit uh, kind of manifestation of that. And Sidera is very, very interesting. I, I really like the values-based approach uh, at Sidera. I love the you know, executive team all the way down. I mean, um, everybody at Sidera has got, it's got a really good culture. And I didn't really kick in to talk too much on the values, but it, I, I think we've all had experiences in the healthcare world where um, we'd like to be more aware. Uh, we'd like to see more transparency uh, in pricing and be better consumers of healthcare. We don't even necessarily all think about consuming healthcare in the same way. I certainly didn't before joining Sidera. And so uh, it's really interesting to kind of explore some free market healthcare uh, approaches and different models where, you know, both cash pay patients, uh, we can talk a little bit more about direct primary care, also known as DPC, um, virtual medicine, which I think a lot, of, a lot of folks across the country have utilized in the last year. That's really exploded as well. Okay. Um, free market surgery centers, you name it. Um, but as you can kind of see where all this is going, you know, we, we want to make sure that pricing is transparent and we're stepping away from the status quo. But um, as you can also see at the intersection of finance, uh, healthcare data, communications back and forth, um, you know, it's ripe for um, needing to make sure that everything's done uh, above board with security in mind. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, that's kind of uh, where we sit today. Okay. And I know you mentioned medical cost sharing. Can you explain a little bit more about um, options for healthcare and why this is needed? Well, I think most, and, and it's generalizing, but across the U.S., most people are probably only used to getting their health care and consuming health care through the insurance model, right? Um, no matter where you get that, whether it's your employer or your, whether it's through the now healthcare exchanges or potentially as an uninsured person, those are kind of the three ways most people consume health care. And, and there hasn't been a lot of thought given to how else you could both um, kind of fix, I'll say, in the front end and the back end. Um, on one hand, uh, to be a better consumer, you need to be able to hunt out the, the best pricing, the best quality. You want to have access to the doctors you want to have access to. Uh, you want to know clearly what they're charging for anything from a knee replacement to you know, bypass surgery. And uh, there are some, uh, there is some regulatory work that's supporting you know, price transparency and whatnot in the last year. But um, really, uh, if you go to most medical providers, uh, you'll have a hard-pressed time figuring out what their costs of service are and, and how to pay for those costs, especially if they don't have a direct relationship with a network or insurer. And that's where the fixing the back end kind of comes in, which is how can a community of folks uh, that all uh, contribute towards each other's needs uh, medical needs, uh, support that, and reduce the amount of overhead and waste in the system in the process. Um, if you can kind of work on the transparency on the front end and create a financial backstop amongst uh, a large enough group of folks on the back end, uh, you can kind of solve the two key worries while expanding access in the process. Okay. okay. 
And do you, do you mind providing our listeners with more info on Sidera's community banking tools, how you guys share patient info safely and securely? Sure. Well, uh, so right now, the Sidera community is about 30,000 members. And one of the biggest innovations we've kind of modernized in the last year is our banking process. Uh, so our currently, how it works is when you sign up to be a Sidera member, uh, each and every person uh, is creating a what we call a medical cost-sharing bank account at our partner bank, which is an FDIC-insured bank in the U.S. And in that account, you're making contributions, which essentially are a monthly contribution, which is available to be shared with everybody in the community. Once you make that contribution, it sits in that restricted savings account. And what's a bit different than all the other cost-sharing, uh, either ministries or groups out there right now, is this money is you know not, not pulled, never kind of pushed together, but it's kind of counted in aggregate. So the money stays yours, so to speak, in this individual bank account. And then uh, when people submit their, um, the costs and bills for uh, different health needs that are qualified under all of our principles and um, whatnot, which we can spend some more time talking about, the community then funds those uh, by transmitting those uh, directly uh, between member to member. So each member is sharing money out of their individual bank account directly to the member's bank account who's experienced the need. And it's, and again, it's an, all takes place within an FDIC-insured banking institution, and it's got kind of a new fintech front end where they can set that up pretty quickly and easily as part of the streamlined process, uh, and, and that's what we've spent a lot of the last year doing. As part of all of that, uh, you can imagine, and, and this is kind of the next wave of innovation that we're putting together now, is we, uh, we both have to uh, make sure that everybody's data is secure, their bank account information is secure, their uh, any health data is secure. Obviously, none of that gets transmitted between parties, but um, we do want to create a community feel, and uh, we're kind of playing with different ways to make each share that happens amongst all the different bank accounts a little bit more personal. Um, so you've probably seen this more in crowdfunding and whatnot, but it may be something like, you know, first letter or first name, last initial, last name has shared X dollars with you towards your medical need. And we want to share the information that, you know, your actual contribution is helping an actual human on the other side of the transaction. And both Sidera and the bank uh, at that point are really uh, out of the equation. It's really a member to member sharing community with both transparency of what's happening in terms of data flow and money, but also some quite a bit, I should say, of data security uh, so that, um, you know, everything from identity to bank information, healthcare information stays, you know, locked in the system there. Okay. And can, can you tell us what led you guys to seek a secure email solution? What problem or issue were you guys experiencing? Sure. Well, uh, Sidera is really in at least two uh, regulated industries. And so uh, we deal with quite a bit of health uh, healthcare information. And so we have to comply with HIPAA regulations. We have a lot of state privacy laws that we take into account and take very seriously. Uh, and we also work with a regulated partner in the bank. And we have a lot of PI that gets transmitted. Uh, we have a lot of data that gets transmitted and bank data that gets transmitted. So we have to make sure all of that's secure on, on both sides, um, not just for regulatory purposes, but I mean, any kind of 
breach of any of that would would break trust with with our member base, and uh, we're certainly not interested in doing that. So, uh, as a tech-centered company, we want to make sure we're meeting the highest standards possible, uh, even without the regulation, because we send thousands of emails every day um, and other communications. Uh, we, you know, we're operating in the healthcare space and wanted to find a solution that was tech-forward uh, and kind of latest and greatest, but it would also be painless to implement because a lot of other secure uh, email systems require uh, more complex, shall we say, or more uh, time-intensive input by the members or the customers. And, right. you know, whether it's entering a password to, or logging into a different system to see secure messages or to open an email, we wanted to kind of forego all of that and just be able to encrypt end to end um, on the on the front end and create a better user experience on the back end. Nice. Thank you for letting us listen into that wonderful conversation, Sierra and Ken. Popbox is currently hosting monthly Zoom social mixers for our customers and non-customers. Each mixer is about one hour and every attendee will receive an adult beverage of their choice delivered to their door day of. These mixers are entirely free. Please send an email to hannah at pawbox.com, H-A-N-N-A-H at P-A-U-B-O-X.com if you'd like to attend. Put on your calendar our next free webinar, The Cyber Threat Landscape Evolution, featuring speaker Tony Uceda Velez and also one of our very own Travis Taylor. This webinar is completely free. It will take place on June 2nd at 10 a.m. Pacific and is hosted by Patty Padmanabhan, CEO of Dalma Consulting. As always, you can listen to every episode of the Hypocritical Podcast on pawbox.com or subscribe via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, or Amazon Music. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Hypocritical Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Trump, signing out.